0: And uh, welcome to the YBNB show. Uh, Friday is our business day. And I'm here uh, alone today, just to talk to you about startups. And uh, there's lots of people that I can invite on here to talk to you about startups, having, you know, they've already been through it. But uh, I thought I'd start with an introduction today because I'm being asked by lots of people how they go about it. And I think that's, you know, many people think about um, starting a new business but I think more so than ever now, people are, they've been at home for a long time, they've got used to working from home, maybe they're on furlough, uh, maybe you know they've been laid off, sadly lost their job or whatever it is. Um, but people more and more are turning their attention to maybe they should start their own business. And so um, you're probably in uh, one of uh, maybe three or four categories. The first category tends to be um, the people that I've just mentioned who, they find themselves now at a bit of a crossroads and so they're wondering, wonder if I should start a business. Uh, but, um, you know, they've not, they've not done that before uh, and they have no really idea of what they could do, but they just sort of, it's one of a, a number of options because it's maybe not quite so easy to find a job that they would, they would like to find. Um, and then you've got the uh, other category that I come across where you know, people are, are in a maybe a corporate job, they're really good at it, they've been doing it for some time, um, but they've got a passion, you know, they've got a passion, they've been doing more of that, particularly maybe at home, and uh, they're thinking, wow, you know, wouldn't it be great if I could sort of do this as my sort of full-time job, so they're thinking about business from that perspective, um, and then you've got another category of people that, um, you know, have run businesses, maybe they've started a little while ago but it's just not going anywhere it's not quite going where they wanted it to go and uh, they feel like they've actually almost swapped you know a job for another job it just so happens that they're the boss so um, that's probably maybe you're in that category Um, I'm not sure I suppose the fourth category is where uh, people want the best of both worlds they would like to have a job which is giving them a regular income, but they also wanna have what is commonly known as a side hustle as well. So a business that ultimately might be something that they can move to uh, later on. So um, we'll talk about all four of them. I suppose uh, if we take the first one where someone is at a bit of a crossroads and they're thinking that they would like to um, start a business but they're not quite sure, they have no idea and you know, so they want some ideas. So um, you know, it boils down to a few things. Firstly, it's always nice to think what is it that you really love doing you know what are you actually naturally interested in? if you think about the things that you go to commonly if you're sort of scrolling through uh social media uh, or if you're you know if you're idly sort of flicking through channels or reading or whatever what is it you t- that tends to attract your attention so for some people it could be um you know what's going on in this in the stock market so they're constantly finding out and looking at what's going on in the stock market and you know that's naturally what's in- interesting to them. Maybe they're interested in gaming, uh, maybe they're really you know maybe you're interested in cooking um, and you, you tend to sort of look at everything to do with that. Um, could be anything, could be art. I know someone who has done more and more drawing um, and uh, pursued more and more sort of their artistic interest during lockdown so That's the first thing is to think about what it is you're really, really interested in because I'll just turn that clicking off. Because um, if you were to go to something like LinkedIn and let's say, you know, art is the thing that you're interested in um, and you were to put uh, under jobs, you would put in the search bar, artistic or art, you'd be amazed at how many jobs pop up. And so that's the one thing is is, and those jobs could be jobs that you now go and apply for, but you know, in the context we're talking about today, starting your own business, could give you ideas and inspiration of the sort of areas where you could start a business so that's the first thing what are you really interested in the second thing and this tends to be quite closely aligned is what are you good at so what have you been doing already in your past that you know it comes a bit more naturally to you you've got lots of experience in it um, and maybe you could just apply that to your own business now so for example um, I had someone on the YBNB program you know talking to my private group my members just the other day and he um, had he'd been in finance for a long time and he decided that uh, he was going to go and try and give the banks a run for their money. And he set up this uh, business that became very successful in helping small businesses with their finance needs. So doing, you know, loans to businesses, um, but a much more preferential, much more speedy process than banks could do it. Um, And ultimately he exited that business and he sold it um, and it was turning over multi, multi millions at the end of it. So this was something that not necessarily did he love Um, he loved the client side of it, but it was something that you had a lot of experience in. Um, I suppose the other area of inspiration is to sort of look around what's needed by everybody. What are you doing in your everyday life uh, that uh, you you see there really is a need for? Um, One of the things that uh, springs to mind immediately is that most people now have a need for technology in their homes much more than they used to. I'm talking about from a business point of view, You know, we're all now doing lots of Zoom meetings and things. And so that probably means that whereas before people didn't need to have any IT support, maybe now they do. People are more interested now in putting forward a personal brand, for example. So maybe you wanna get involved in marketing. Um, if you're interested in fashion, you know people are now spending much more time in you know, athletic wear um, and uh, sort of leisure wear at home. So maybe that would be more of an area to get into. So um, I think that those are the places I would look for inspiration. If you're that sort of person who's thinking, um, you know, I'd like to do it, I'm not quite sure what to do Do it in. Um, Another thing you can do is you can look at what your friends are doing and what your colleagues are doing and people around you are doing, maybe on your social media, because there is always an opportunity to get involved with someone else's business. So you don't have to just start one from completely scratch. You know, you could uh, get involved with someone else and maybe they need a partner, maybe they want to collaborate. Um, And if you don't ask these things, Yeah, uh, you'll never find out. So that's another thing that you could do is you could just put it, put it up on all your social media that you're looking at, uh, maybe pursuing business avenues, starting a business, uh, joining someone else's business as a partner. And if anyone is interested in your area of expertise and having you as a partner, then to reach out. So that's also uh, an opportunity. You also could find that um, there are lots of people with businesses where, you know, they've decided for whatever reason they want to exit that business and maybe they're just about to close it down. So what you could also do is put yourself out there as someone who, uh, you know, is willing to take over a business. And I don't necessarily mean to pay lots of money for it, But maybe you take over the business, you take over the majority of the shares, you leave the old owner with a small shareholding um, and you take that business and you run with it as yours. And now you've got all that new sort of enthusiasm and passion and you could definitely find that there are people and you don't even need to know them either. Again, you could put this on your social media um, or you could, um, you know, you could start to look at uh, the press and sort of see what businesses have What got posted dormant accounts? You can go into Companies House and see dormant accounts, uh, businesses with dormant accounts. Um, So there's lots of different ways to get involved in a business. You know, from like I say, starting it from scratch to literally collaborating or even taking over a business. Um, So that's uh, the first thing that I wanted to say for those of you who are just starting out. And um, the next thing, and I'll come on to details of how to sort of get this business up and running in a minute. But just addressing the other types of people. So. Then you've got the person who's just got this real passion. They've got this wonderful idea. Uh, they really love it. Let's just say it's cooking, but, you know, maybe they're in a corporate world. Maybe they're a lawyer, let's say. Um, well, that is where this sort of side hustle potentially could come in because you could set up a whole new website and an Instagram page, uh, a LinkedIn page in the name of a new entity, a new business entity. And there is nothing to stop you from really starting to build up interest and a brand there. Uh, ready for when you maybe finally take the leap, or even start to get one or two clients. I know somebody on my program. You know she's uh, uh, on the YBNB program, so she's got a really good, very solid job. Um, you know that she's highly um, successful in, and uh, you know she's she's uh, very um, what's the word? Uh, I'm looking for the word to uh, skilled in doing it. Uh, That's not the word I was looking for. But anyway, Um, but uh, at the same time, she set up this other business in uh, coaching in an area that really, really interests her that she has a passion for because she received that same type of coaching herself when she was younger. Um, And so she's just gently building up that brand now, doing some work. You know, she allocates a set amount of time to it, but she's still very uh, able and skilled to hold down this this full time job as well. Um, Then. um, you know, you have the situation where uh, you just, you know, you, you've been doing something in a job for a long time. You think you're really good at it. You know, you're really good at it. Uh, but, you know, you, maybe you're just not feeling as rewarded as you could, either financially or recognition. And maybe you just want to be your own boss and you want to do that same thing, but you want to do it for yourself. Um, I would uh, strongly recommend that if, you, if you'd like to do it. Um, but just with one word of caution, which is to say that, you know, let's say for example, I don't know, but let's say you're you're uh, in personal training. So you're a great trainer, uh, but now you've decided that you wanna branch out and be independent and not work for the company anymore. Just bear in mind that once you actually take, come out of working for someone else and you go uh, and work for yourself, that there are a whole other range of skills that you're gonna have to pick up. So you may be an excellent personal trainer, But are you going to be an excellent business runner? Because all of a sudden, there's this whole new set of skills and all this other stuff to take your time up, um, ranging from marketing to, you know, financial management to advertising to customer service and to acquiring customers. Um, And these things you probably wouldn't have had to have done as a straightforward personal trainer. So always think that because I know myself, when I very first started my own business, um, I'd always been in the corporate world. I'd run other businesses Uh, in the background or had been sort of a helper let's say on other businesses but I'd never run one entirely on my own and um, you know I felt that I had a lot of the marketing and sales skills but I actually found myself doing everything from you know choosing the technology going down and actually buying the the PCs negotiating the the lease on the office um, hiring the staff and, uh, you know, the next thing I'm looking at credit control because we're not being paid as quickly as we need to be. Uh, and then, you know, you don't have cleaners. And so I'm cleaning the office at the weekend. Um, and then people are not turning up the next, you know, on Monday when they're supposed to. So I'm covering for their meetings, etc. So you end up doing loads and loads of other things in a business that you would not have necessarily done as an expert sitting in a job. So um, there's all these things to consider. But having said that, having your own business, there's so much to be said for it because... You can really make a huge impact uh, in whatever area you choose and uh, you're totally in charge of your own destiny good and bad so uh, uh, that's you know very empowering if you're that way minded and um, of course you know if you make it a success then you can feel very proud of yourself you can uh, help your you know the, the people that you love and that you care about you can inspire others um, and it's just a great journey because if you think about the the human needs I don't know how many of you are familiar with the six human needs, but, you know, obviously the top ones are um, certainty, uh, variety, love and connection and um, uh, significance as well. And you get all of those things uh, when you're running your own business. The higher needs are progression and contribution. And certainly if you get that business to succeed, um, then you get those as well. So it can tick all the boxes for you. Um, So getting down to uh, um, sort of, you know, strategies, so actual logistics, how do you set up a business, what sorts of things do you have to take into account? Um, Having, you know, got your your idea and you've decided what it is you're gonna do. Um, Well, like I said, uh, either, you know, you start from scratch or you join someone else's or you purchase someone else's, let's assume that's done. Um, But you've gotta have a business plan. You know, you can sort of headlong start doing it, but then it becomes very quickly just a job. So you do need to have a, a, a plan. And uh, I have a great structure for a plan that I share with all the people on my program, on the YBNB program. I call it Gym Sport. Um, it stands for growth, innovation, marketing, sales, finance, operations, a raving fan base and trust. And basically this blueprint um, works for any type of business and it helps you walk through and ask all the questions you need to ask and answer them as well. So you start off with a business plan, which would actually pass muster at somewhere like Golden Sachs. Um, And then you have this and then you can sort of get down to actually the the doing, knowing that you know exactly where you're trying to get to. And of course, you update that plan as you go along um, and you review your progress against it. But, you know, uh, I'm a big believer in um, what gets measured gets done. So you need to put some measurements um, and and key performance indicators and some, um, uh, you know, some targets in that business plan so that you know what you're aiming for and you don't get dragged off track because that's very easy to happen. Uh, in terms of sort of administration very often people sort of want to know that and to be honest with you that's the tiny part of the picture but I'll just tick it off as a sort of you know what you've got to do you've got to uh, set up an account on Companies House and uh, it wouldn't it's very intuitive it will walk you through how to set up your business and uh, it will ask you all the questions about you know where you're based you have to have a registered address for your company Um, so you set the company up Uh, you can do it online it's literally it takes hours if that not even that, you know, for them to come back and confirm the details of the company for you. Um, and then after that, you obviously apply for a business bank account. These days, this is more difficult. Um, there's many questions that banks are asking. They're inundated, obviously, with the pressure of uh, the pandemic. But, you you know, eventually you do that. And I found that the online banks are much more slick, much quicker to deal with than the old school banks. You might find the same. Um, so try one of the online banks if you want to. And that's that's really quick and they're very, very good. Um, you need, obviously, to set up your methods of communication. So you need uh, a, a domain. So you can go on something like Reg123 um, and you can set up a domain and uh, you can then set up your, your website. You can set up your email. Um, obviously, you need to know the name of your company to uh, to set up the domain and to set up the company and uh, to set up the bank account. Um, I'll leave that fun part to you because as long as someone else doesn't have that company name, then you can have it. And I really don't think it matters. There's not a, a best thing for a company name, it could be anything such as Apple, which who would have thought you know, uh, that that would have been, uh, it, doesn't, it just shows it, a name doesn't matter, doesn't it? Um, through to you know, a name after yourself. Um, all I would say is if it's named after yourself, you are forever going to be the face of that company Whereas if you want to create something that ultimately you might sell, then maybe it's better that it's not actually named after you. But having said that, you know, there are many big brands which are named after individuals that, you know, are long gone now. They were the founders, weren't they? Um, You're also um, advised to make sure that you hire an accountant. um, And if necessary, if you're not really techie minded, somebody to support your IT for you. uh, So that things, you know, as soon as you are a company owner um, and a director, you have responsibilities that you have to adhere to. You know, so you have to get your tax returns in on, in on time, your company returns in on time. It's a legal responsibility. Um, so hire an accountant, um, they won't charge very much if you're just a startup, but you do need to make sure that you budget for these types of things. And like I say, uh, either be prepared to spend quite a bit of time sorting out your technology or alternatively, get someone to do that for you as well. And I can always, um, you know, uh, I've got, obviously with years of business experience, I've got a big network of suppliers like that. And if you, if any of you are uh, wanting some sort of help and guidance, I can always recommend people to you. And on YBNB, if you join the programme, uh, I take you right the way through the full 13 weeks, exactly how to do this, Whether you no know, matter what stage you're at, whether you, you know, I've got people on the programme who are all the categories that I mentioned, you know, in great corporate jobs, but want to start something. In great corporate jobs, don't want to start something, just want to carry on doing really, really well in their corporate life. Through to people that, you know, are at the crossroads I mentioned, who want to start a business. Through to people who've got a business, there's one person on there who's had a business for 20 years and just sort of felt they needed that oomph, you know, to move it forward, wanted to pivot it or whatever. Um, Talking about budget for IT and, and marketing and things of that nature, Having a cash flow forecast is very important as well. You know, how are you going to fund this business? Uh, More latterly, and particularly in the tech world, I'm finding that people are looking to raise funds. You know, they do funding rounds. They try to fund to get a series of investors. It may be investors they know, friends and family, or it may be faceless investors. And don't forget people who um, are high net worth and they've got an amount of money to place. If it sits in the bank, it's going to earn them zero practically. So they want to place it. In places where they think they're going to get a good uh, rate of return. And so you will find that there are uh, brokers who will connect high net worth individuals with you as a business owner. And if you've got this great idea, um, and you can attract an investor into it, um, accountants will will tell you that if you become, uh, if you get a certain type of registration, it means that that investor will be able to write off their investment um as a non-taxable so it's very advantageous for the investors to put the money with you in your your business because not only then will they potentially get a higher rate of return if you do well but also it's a tax write-off for them if you don't so that's how you can attract investors into your business but um, I, mostly people <clears throat> when they very first start a business they do what we call bootstrap which is you know they put a little bit of their own money in um, they work on very little money. They don't spend very much. They get their first client. They get a little bit of money in. <coughs> excuse me. They use that money to then uh, pay for their expenses and so on. Excuse me. <coughs> so, um, and also, normally investors <coughs> are unlikely to um, invest in you if you don't have a track record. So, you're going to want to get that track record in order to. Um, Attracts investors of the future. Sorry, I've got a frog in my throat here. Um, Other things that I wanted to talk to you about were uh, things like, um, if you're gonna make something, if you're gonna be a product-based business, then uh, sourcing materials, sourcing products, sourcing supplies will be a big part of your research. And so I would say, don't rush into this. You know, if you have other sources of income, if you're working for other companies, then um, <clears throat> don't just jump, you know, even if you've decided, <clears throat> even if you've decided that you are going to jump out of, uh, you know, your safe corporate environment, you're going to start a business, um, don't do it overnight, you know, make the decision, think about it. If you've worked somewhere for 10 years or even a year, no need to jump tomorrow, you know, just let it tick over and think it through, um, get your business plan, um, and particularly do some work to source good good suppliers, uh, you know, we had a packaging workshop that we do with our YBNB uh, members just yesterday, um, where there's someone on the program who's hugely experienced with uh, sourcing um, packaging. So she knows exactly where to go, places like China, you know, how to negotiate, what the distribution time might be, you know, a lead time of about two months to actually get your content, how much to order, you know what's the room for negotiation? What's the best products? Which ones don't work because they don't the boxes don't stick properly and all of that. I mean, it was very enlightening. So if you're a product based business, you want to learn these types of things. You want to do this research. Of course, if you come on BNB, then um, you know we can teach all all of this stuff. So do your research beforehand because when you do start a business, it's so easy to make mistakes. It's so easy to spend spend a lot of money um, and not get your return for it. Thinking of spending a lot of money, that's the other thing as well. You know, if you're trying to get clients, we often get people on the program who they've got clients. They've started a business, but they just can't get enough clients. So they've got a great product, but they're really trying to fill up their pipeline. Um, and it's tempting to just throw money. And we've certainly done it. You know, throw money at advertising on Facebook and LinkedIn and things like that and not get the returns. So you need to go softly in, into that and test things properly and see what works and then put money into it don't just willy-nilly throw your money at facebook um, very easy to spend a lot of money doing that um, and at lots of things when you're setting up a business and say for example you manage to get one of these bounce back loans be careful with it because <clears throat> what we don't want you know is for you to quickly spend it and be in any false sense of security and then find that you know now you've got to pay it back and you can't get enough clients in to do it so and um, by having a business plan and covering a lot of these things, then you protect yourself from that. Um, If you do get investors in, they can be pretty demanding, I have to tell you. So be prepared that if you're not bootstrapping um, and putting up with all the aggro of of not having cash um, and you get an investor in instead, unless it is a completely silent investor, um, they are going to want to have a say. And, you know, on on the one side, they're going to be able to mentor you, which is fantastic. But on the other they might want to make decisions about your product, your service, and the way you deliver it, which may not be your decision. So, you do give away some control, um, particularly if that investor is also wanting uh, shares, which they normally will in return for the investment. Um, and that's why, you know, talking about a mentor, why I think my YBNB offering is so useful for people because um, <clears throat> I can provide you with this mentoring, um, as can the other uh, people in my team who are on the program. And of course, the other members as well. like the lady yesterday who's got all this experience in packaging that's not my experience I just brought her into the platform um, and you know people found this so so useful so if you come on a program like this it's really going to give you the benefit of that knowledge and you're going to find expertise which you know you'll take years to find elsewhere um, you can find it here you can learn from it and you would have me as a mentor um, but also that group around you to bounce ideas for offer of um, and also to sort of hold your hand you know, to be your cheerleader, to help you when things are going well, but also to hold your hand if maybe they're not, to keep you going and keep you motivated. And on that part, like you you know by now, um, it's not all business strategies. You know, succeeding in business is not just about all the things that I've mentioned, although of course these are important. It's about having the right mindset and the right physical strength and energy to be able to follow all this through. Because you start off super enthusiastic, you know, you do your business plan, you do all of this exciting stuff, starting up your business, picking the name, doing the website, um, getting your first client is also super exciting, doing the delivery, but then reality sets in, it really does, where maybe you haven't got quite as many clients as you want, maybe your clients uh, want a bit more than you thought you'd have to give, maybe you hadn't thought of certain things and now you're running around, scurrying around, trying to find answers, Um And, you know, all the realities of business do kick in and uh, particularly painful is when, um, you know, you're starting to run out of cash uh, because you're desperate for these clients to come in. But, you know, you don't want to be desperate. um, And so you need to not spend and you need to be innovative and come up with ways that uh, will cover you while you sort of build your client base and build your expertise. Um, So uh, that would be really my finishing. It's only a short one today, but that would be my finishing Uh, points really is that I would highly recommend starting your own business no matter what uh, position you're in uh, it's wonderful to do you are your own boss you can make an impact on the world me personally I worked for corporates for 20 years I worked for BP oil for 10 years I worked for the Woolwich which became Barclays for 10 years Um, and uh, across that time I learned a lot but there is nothing like being in your own business and having to do everything to start off with uh, and make all the decisions, which really, really speeds up your business knowledge. But along the way, yes, you encounter lots of hurdles and problems, but you have wonderful moments where you really know that you've made a difference, a huge difference to people, no matter what product or service you're offering. Um, and that uh, no one can take that away from you. Um, and uh, it, it meets that that sort of upper human need, that real need for co- contribution that we all have that lays buried within us. And, uh, and when you feel that you've actually contributed, whether you've been financially rewarded or not, um, that really gives a deep sense of satisfaction. So I would highly recommend it for all these reasons, you know, for you to pursue your creative outlet, for you to tick those boxes of certainty, variety and excitement, you know, connection um, and significance as well, because, you know, it's great to feel really needed and that you've done something that maybe others can't. Um, and that you learn as well along the way. So for all of these reasons, uh, I would highly recommend it. But what I would say is that um, in order to help you uh, get yourself a mentor, and here we are uh, at Your Body Means Business to provide exactly that service for you. There's many different entry levels into the programme. You can start very, very gently just with the modules, or you can come in and join the next season, which is in spring. I take you all the way through uh, the, what I mentioned before you know getting your physical body in shape um, and many people funny enough they do come to us just because of their body because they want to get rid of their tummy roll or get a six pack or whatever it is um, for whatever reason though we'll get you the results so get you physically fit uh, get you mentally fit so uh, I call it the emotional gym teaching you methods which really keep your mind in check particularly when, when you're under pressure to keep you dr- moving forward and then of course teach you all of these business strategies so that you don't make the mistakes, you don't waste your money um, and you start to get your clients in and uh, get to where you want to be. And you have a business plan that uh, really works. Um, so that's my uh, my intro to uh, business startups. I'm going to bring some people on uh, the next few weeks to talk about their experiences with business startup. And if you have any questions um, or if you want to join and, uh, and for me to be your mentor, my team to be your mentors and your, and your uh, support team, then uh, do you know message me in all the various different ways click, click on the link and uh, we can help you out and uh, with that I'm going to call an end to this one and I'm uh, wishing you a lovely weekend and uh, I'll speak to you all on Monday bye-bye <music>